No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Present A Dub, it's time to bear down. Let's get it cracking, fellas. Shout out to the homie Jules. I hear you over there, Barry White. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, we preview our Week 11 matchup against the Ravens. And A-Dub, for the record, we are open up as a six-and-a-half-point home underdog. And that's according to DraftKings, bro. Oh, man. I think DraftKings may have gotten this wrong. We'll see. Are you going to put your money where your mouth is on that one? Oh, yeah. I'm putting my money in my mouth there. So I'm rolling with the Bears. Okay. So you're going to take that six-and-a-half points? You're damn right. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I love it. I haven't gotten my picks sorted out what I'm going to do on the winner's circle yet, but I do think that audience that did intrigue me. So, A-Dub, we got this big home matchup here against the Baltimore Ravens. They're coming to town on Sunday. And the Bears, man, we're trying to snap that streak. And the one thing that I'm looking at in this matchup here is the fact that under Matthew Nagy, this team has not performed well out of the bye week. We're 0-3 under the Nagy era. Yeah, that's tough, man, being 0-3. I think we signed for us to man get out that funk, man. We got to get out of it. I think uh, when I look at this, I think the break came at a really good time for this team. They had a lot of issues that they needed to straighten out. But I would say, coming off that loss against the Steelers, it was gut-wrenching. But we still saw Justin Fields take that next step. A lot of us were encouraged by that. David Montgomery returned from injury. He made his presence felt in that ball game. He came back like he didn't even miss any time. So we got some good momentum coming back into this matchup, and we got some guys that should be taking a step closer to coming back from injury. Tevin Jenkins is practicing this week. They opened up that 21-day window for him to return from IRA, though. That's good to uh, hear that progress being made there. People are starting to get healthy. I think it's a good time for Amy. You're right. We like how things ended that last game. There's some momentum here, like you said, Perez, with us now. I think we're really kind of starting to focus in. And I think with Justin Fields getting better and better, that helps. Yeah, and, and the one thing, too, Maggie said, there's a chance that this kid may come back and play before the season's out. My only part when I hear Nagy say stuff like that is, well, where's the kid going to play when he comes back? Because Jason Peters is someone that I've talked about on the show multiple times. He's been solid over there at the left on the left. And Larry Borum has been very solid on the right. So then where does Tevin Jenkins play when he comes back from IR? That's going to be something we're going to have to figure out. You know, I'm not sure they want to put him in James Daniels' role because I know James Daniels had struggled a little bit this season. I don't know, man. I don't want to start changing people's positions, but it's, it's a fair question. So we'll definitely see what Matthew and, and, and his offensive staff, maybe they'll collaborate and figure it all out. You know, they like to collaborate in the house hall. So <laughs> figure it out. Khalil Mack. Right. He's missed the last two games, nursing that foot injury. Now, this was something that I was okay with them giving him a little time because Khalil Mack was gutting it out for the sake of the team, but I felt like we weren't seeing a Khalil Mack near 100%. We were getting an 80% Khalil Mack. So I'm hoping now with a couple of weeks off, the bye week, that Khalil Mack is going to be ready to go. Oh, we're going to need him for this game, Perez. I think it's important. If he's ready to go and he's somewhere near 100%, that's a booster for this defense. They can use a guy like that with his impact. Yeah, and the, the, the thing that makes me happy with the Khalil Mack situation is that they did not put him on IR. So if they would have done that, then that would have triggered him having to miss a minimum of three games. So the fact that he was not placed on IR, I'm hopeful that he is able to suit up there on Sunday. Yeah, me too, man, because I would love to see 
him out there on that field, helping out our guys. They can use that. Like I said before, they can use that extra boost, that energy, those sacks. I mean, he, he's one of those guys who can get in there who can't be contained. So, well, I mean, the Ravens, they have to game plan for Khalil Mack. The fact of Khalil Mack being back in that defense, it helps that defense. That defense is missing him sorely. It's a better squad and a different squad when Khalil Mack is out there. So I'm hoping that he's able to return on Sunday. Eddie Jackson, A-Dub. Now, he's missed some time with that hamstring injury. And so we'll see what happens there with him because he did get that additional week off during the bye week. And I will say this. I'm very critical of Eddie Jackson, but I thought we missed him in that game against the Steelers. I think we did miss him, even though we know we had some struggles that you and I talked about before on this podcast. We had really no replacement for him, right, of what he can and capable of doing. So we see the real Eddie Jackson and what he's able to do. I mean, that can be more impactful than what we currently have right now. So I'm hopeful Hopefully, he can come back and help us out. And in the case that he's not ready to go, well, Deion Bush, he was on IR. Remember, he suffered that quad injury against the Packers, A-Dub. That was back in week six. So they activated his return. And so he's eligible to return from IR now. That's a good indication. So even if Eddie isn't able to come back, you got Deion Bush, you got DeAndre Houston Carson there. So one of those two guys should be able to step up and, and get the job done. And DHC has done a phenomenal job to me this season as a whole. Yeah, DAC has done a good job. You talked a lot about him and what he's been able to do coming in replacing Eddie Jackson. And also getting Bush back, that'll be a plus if we get him back too. So I think that'll help us out be sustained while Jackson's still um, on the list. Yeah, so I mean, like I said, I think this bye week coming when it did a dub, bold well for our guys, getting our guys healthy, also giving some of these guys a little time to kind of step away, you know, because losing is frustrating. You got a guy like Justin Fields, he's not used to losing. And I really like the fact of what I saw Justin Fields. Anytime I saw any news about him over the bye week, he was going to training with somebody and getting better. So I just love to see some of what he was doing during that bye week. You know, with Justin Fields, man, it's no days off. That kid loves to um, put the work in no matter what he's doing. I mean, you, you and I talked about before, but what he did, you know, during the time frame, he realized he was getting a starting job. He didn't go out to celebrate. He was thinking about working and looking at the plays. So this is one of those kids who just love to put the work in. He really does, man. And we're just very, very fortunate to have him here in Chicago because he fits the culture and the DNA of what this city is all about. And we talked about it yesterday on Chicago State of Mind. But Justin Fields understands and fully embraces what it's about to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. And the good thing with that, Fred, he is so humble. Enjoy that part of it, too. So, I mean, the kids going to continue to get better. We've seen them make a lot of progression this season here and this rookie season. And we expect better things to come down the road. Hey, I'm 100% all into that, and I'm and I'm liking the progression of this kid. He took a step up, like I said, um, entering this bye week. The sky's the limit for him heading down the stretch here. Audience, we're going to touch on, on the Ravens and their injuries at this point before we get further into the show here. It came out today that Lamar Jackson did not practice. He was actually sent home from the facility. It's not COVID-related, according to John Harbaugh. However, he said it's just probably that time of year, but he was being more precautionary measure. But it's looking like he will play on Sunday as of right now. And then what I also saw was Latavius Murray. He practiced today. So audience, you guys may or may not be aware, but he's missed the past three games with an ankle injury. And so I'm thinking it's probably going to be a goal for Latavius Murray to return because the, the Ravens released Le'Veon Bell. So that probably is a very strong indication that Latavius Murray is ready to return. I mean, he's back for us. 
Uh, looks like he may be one of those guys who probably get the star uh, at that running back position. When we look at the Ravens audience, one of the things about these guys is they've carried the label of being one of the most banged up teams in the NFL. They have so many guys that are out on IR right now. So J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, they're their top running backs. They're both on IR. Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley. Those are just a, a few of the names that are showing up as far as being on the IR list. So this is why when I look at this matchup against the Ravens, I don't take this matchup lightly because not only is this a battle-tested team, we've seen it, we know it, but they're well-coached. They have one of the top coaches in the league, a very, very fucking good defensive coordinator there. So we're looking at this matchup right now. We are going to have to be on our A game, A-Dub, in order to take down the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yes, we're going to definitely have to be on our A game. I know Harbaugh talked about it in his um, you know, post-game interview how pissed he was. He blamed himself for that loss mm-hmm. you know, get, you know, against the um, Dolphins. So I know he wants to come back with vengeance on that part of it. And I'm quite sure Lamar Jackson and Cole wants to do the same thing. Yeah, and this is the thing. This team prides themselves on their performance after losses. And Lamar Jackson, A-Dub, is actually 7-2 and two as a starter following a loss in his career. They've only lost consecutive games with Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, only two times. So the one thing that I will say there, we're facing an organization that is built the right way. They're coached up the right way. And the players on that team, they have pride, and they don't like losing. When the Miami Dolphins beat them, I was like, shit, that's going to be really bad news for us because <laughs> not only did the Miami Dolphins beat them, they embarrassed them on Thursday Night Football. Lamar Jackson got sacked four times. That Miami Dolphins defensive scheme, it was blitz heavy. They were coming at him from all type of angles. Lamar Jackson could not get comfortable in that matchup. When I look at that, I said, they're going to be out for blood now coming in here to Soldier Field, they do. Yeah, they are, man. I'm quite sure they got to look at the film or what they did wrong, Perez, and how they want to pick up blitz. They're like, if the Bears decide to blitz us, what we're going to do, I'm quite sure they're going to come in this game humble and ready and prepared, Perez. Yeah, and like I said, they're coached up well. And you know that the issues that they probably have seen, well, the issues that they had in that Miami game, you know the Harbaugh's probably drilling that in those guys' head. But however, one thing that I wanted our audience to keep in mind with the Ravens is they have had some struggles against poor teams this season. Look at the Detroit Lions. And also we talked about the Miami Dolphins. So we can't sit here and just assume that these guys are going to come in here and roll over us. However, though, like I said, it's going to be very imperative for Matt Nagy and that offensive staff to make those adjustments that are necessary on offense. But then also defensively, Sean Desai is going to have to make sure that he's going to match up well against that Ravens offense. Offense and defense. It's going to be very important, like you said, with Desai and what he's going to do. His uh, defensive game scheme, that's going to be an important factor going forward. Yes, sir. So, A-Dub, I have to ask you this. So, we had the bye week. It's coming past. The Bears are 3-6. and six. It's going to be a long shot for this team to make it to the playoffs. However, A-Dub, I'm not going to rule that out because the NFC – as a conference, is not that much of a juggernaut. So the Bears are still alive. The hopes are still alive. So give me an adjustment that you would like to see the Bears make down the stretch that'll put us in position to get back in that playoff hunt. I think an adjustment that we need to make, Press, is that I think it's going to be important now that Justin Fields has gotten more comfortable with the offense, is that now it's a good time for him to use A-Rob a lot more than we've done. I think that's a key factor there. He's been a threat for us the past few years. And, I mean, that's a a fair point. I mean, the fact that we were celebrating A-Rob getting four catches in that Steelers game made me sick to my stomach. That's not something that we should be celebrating. A-Rob should be getting the ball way more than that. And the fact that that's what we celebrated, we we can't celebrate mediocrity. In my opinion, A-Rob needs to get 10 to 12 catches a game, if if I'm being honest here. And he's coming off of back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. 
I did not expect A-Rob to be invisible in this offense this season, especially when we were upgrading at the quarterback position with Dalton and Fields. I thought right. this was going to be, I thought this was going to bode very well for A-Rob, but it's been the complete opposite. So A-Dub, I think that's a huge adjustment and they need to get on that shit right away. I'm quite sure this will change some dynamics for us offensively. We can open that game up with them, Prez. We started, because we know we've been running the football very well this season. We get the passing game to that fact we in good shape. And I mean, for me, when I look at that, your uh, adjustment goes kind of right in hand with what I was thinking. We got to be more aggressive in the passing game as a whole. So as you mentioned, great point. We have found success in a running game. That's been there all season long. We got the fifth best rushing attack in the entire league. David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, they're the deal. I've talked about it so many times on the show. One of the best one-two punches in this league. I don't care what anybody says about that. I'll take those two guys over any other running back in the league. Now, A-Dub, where the issue is for me with this offense is the fact that we need to open things up a little bit more. We're worse in the league right now as far as on our passing attack. Now, we saw some promise in that passing attack against the Steelers, but I still think we're only scratching the surface of where this thing could go. Because at this point, we're not playoff contenders with the way that we're playing on offense. And a lot of people will tell you, well, the rest of the year is about developing Justin Fields, which is true. However, I want to win some fucking games too. So not only is his development key, but I want to see some more offense. I want to see them targeting A-Rob. I want to see them letting Justin Fields take some more shots down the field. Those are going to be right. very important things to see, A-Dub. Yeah, I'm totally with you, man. We've seen some of that right last game. That was good to see, but I'm with you, Perez. I want to win football games and doing that more, a little bit more. It's not quite sure with A-Rob and Mooney. Those guys, man, they ready for it. So I think getting those guys more involved like you and I were talking about, Perez, that helps, man, because this passing game is aggressive. If it's aggressive, I mean, it can vote well for us down the road. It can take a lot of pressure off our running backs as well. Yeah, and when I say that I want us to be more aggressive in the passing game, by no means do I want us to abandon the running game. That is what right. works. That is our bread and butter. However, you guys all saw how confident Justin Fields got. When he had time to throw, he was slinging that ball all over the field against the Steelers. And that was it on the, that was on the road, A-Dub. So that's what I want to continue to see, especially in this game against the Ravens. I want Justin Fields taking shots. I want him to find Mooney deep. I would love nothing more than to see him and Mooney connect on a deep throw on Sunday. Oh, absolutely, Prez. And I kind of have a vision of what that looks in my head, what that looks like, man. Yeah, I can see that happen because you're right. Not abandoning our run game, still keep it effective, but also make it, let um, Justin Fields take some chances downfield at the same time. I can see the vibes here. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to have my camera ready there at, at Soldier Field on Sunday. And audience, <laughs> if that shit happens, it's going up on our Twitter feed. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. It's going up, baby. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sport Contest. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 older 
New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania, new customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. So, Adel, before we get into our keys to beat the Ravens, I talked about it earlier, and it was about our playoff chances. So, obviously, with us being a 3-6 and six team right here, losing four straight, it's going to be an uphill battle for us to put ourselves in that playoff conversation. Now, looking at this upcoming schedule, Ravens, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, we got some tough teams coming up. And so while we've all been distracted by the development of Justin Fields and being very excited about that, we know that he's only going to continue to get more and more comfortable and more and more confident in this offense. But I want to ask you, Adub, what type of winning streak do you envision happening down the stretch here? We saw what we had that winning streak last year with Mitch Trubisky. However, the competition that Mitch faced isn't exactly the same competition that Justin's going to be facing down the stretch here. It's totally different, Prez. We saw a couple games before this, right, how we're starting to make some progression. I think with that, we could probably go on a three-game winning streak or so, Prez, to now be at 500. Once you had 500, Prez, you got more momentum now. Like, hey, now we can see the light down the tunnel now. <laughs> we can see a little bit of the light. So I think really it's getting back to 500 first and then making our way. Yeah, but where are those three wins coming? We're going to have to start off with the Ravens first. <laughs> we're going to start off, we have to cook them first, right? And then, uh, of course, then Detroit. We got Detroit, right? Then we can beat those. So that's two right there I'm looking at, Press. That third one, it's going to be a tough one, but we might be the edge it out if we got momentum. Oh, because that third one's going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. And that's going to be that's going to be here in Chicago at Soldier Field. So, A-Dub, am I, am I hearing correctly from you that you feel that we're going to run off a three-game winning streak? We're going to beat the Ravens, we're going to beat the Lions, and we're going to beat the Cardinals. That's what you're hearing from me, Press. Absolutely. Ooh, take that to the bank, audience. Take that to the bank. I locked them in on a three-game winning streak coming out of the bye week. Woo! Absolutely, Press. We have no choice. We have to. Every game counts, as you know, going this stretch. We want to make the playoffs. But these are the most critical games, I think, right now, Press, that we got to tackle right away. And we got to start off with the Ravens. We got we to gotta do it. All right, man. Listen, I love that. I love where you're coming from with that. I don't see it. However... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, shit, I hope you're right. I hope so. Because like I told you yesterday, I want to see meaningful games being played in December here in Chicago. I don't want us to be looking at these games and being indifferent and only worried about the development of like three or four of our young players. I want that to happen while also us getting back into the playoffs. Because to me, last year, we snuck into the playoffs and it promptly got our asses beat. We didn't learn anything from that. Nothing at all. And right now, if things continue the way that they've been going, Nagy's going to have his first losing season here, and more than likely he's going to be out of here after the end of the season if the people that make those decisions uh, are smart. That's what they would do. <laughs> However, A-Dub, <laughs> we'll see what happens, right? We'll see what happens there, Perez. But I'm really making my hat. This is what I'm, I've been telling you, right? You and I have been talking about this offline, et cetera. I've been making my hat on our defense, Perez. Our defense has not played great these past few weeks. We have some spurts where we look good, but I think we need to get back more to being a complete defense. And I think if our defense can get back to where I believe, I think we'll be good, man. We can get some wins if that defense can really show up. Oh, it's worse things to, to bet on than our Bears defense because that Bears defense, I would say in the past, nine times out of 10, you can take that and that's money. That's money in the bank. So right now they've struggled. However, I believe in that unit, and I believe that they have the players and the attitude to get things back on track. But, a let's get into 
your keys to beat the Ravens. One of my keys to beat the Ravens, Chris, is that we're going to take advantage of the Ravens' slow start. There have been plenty of times they've had started off slow and they have not looked great early on. So we got to take advantage of that and score early. No, I appreciate that because that is so true. The audience, if you don't believe A-Dub on that one, look at some highlights from some of their games. And if you want to take it a step further, dig into the film because it's very true. They definitely start off slow. Look at that Miami Dolphins game for proof. I went through the film on that game twice. And yeah, they got off to a slow start and it was just a microcosm. They weren't able to come back from that. So A-Dub, that's a strong key because if we could see that same type of struggles, if Lamar Jackson and that offense is stagnant again, on Sunday like they were in that matchup against Miami, then I like our chances. Absolutely. One of my keys, A-Dub, is protection and the blitz pickup. So what we saw in that Steelers game was the fact in the first half, the pressure on Justin Fields was coming from all type of places. He was getting hit. He was getting hurried. But then we made adjustments, and in the second half, Justin Fields had a little bit more time. So the offensive line problems here in Chicago have been a huge shadow over this offense. Now, while Jason Peters has been solid on the left, and Borum has come in the last couple of games and has provided stability on that right side. Fields has still been pressured a shit ton. I'm going to say this. Sam Mustafer, the clock is ticking on you as a starter. In my eyes, you got one more game, and if you don't get it right, it might be time to bench him. So right now, the protection and blitz pickup has to be paramount because we got to keep Justin Fields clean in that pocket and upright so he can go to work against that Baltimore secondary. So the big key for me in this matchup is can we win a chess match with arguably the best defensive coordinator in the NFL? That's going to be the question. We got to pick up that blitz pickup, and we got to protect Justin Fields. We saw what Justin Fields was able to do once we were able to pick up the blitz and give him some good blocking. And the guy can tear, tear some defense apart, you know. If we can do that for us, they'll put us in a good position for sure to be able to win this game. Yeah, because, audience, when I look at this Ravens scheme, it's complex. They're going to send pressure from all angles and all type of places. And that's going to be something with Justin Fields being a rookie that he has seen that before, but it's going to be a little unique with what the Ravens do. So that's going to be very important to make sure not only the offensive line, but the running backs and even Justin Fields himself, they're all paying attention to what's going on out there. And we are all working in unison to make sure that we're picking up that blitz and protecting the quarterback. Absolutely. It's going to be key for Nagy, for sure, like you mentioned before, Perez, about making sure that our tight ends can be part of that um, package when it comes down to blocking. All right, so what's your last key, man? Last key, Perez, for me, is Ravens one of the worst teams in regards to third-down conversion. It's our job, Perez, to keep it that way. You wouldn't think a team like them that wins so many games, Perez, would struggle on third down. Well, they have been. So it's our job to make sure that struggles continue. That means we've got to stop the run. My man, I'm with you on that one. My last key. And this is not going to be anything that's going to be earth shattering to anyone that's going to listen to this podcast. But we got to contain Lamar Jackson in the running and in the passing game. This matchup here is going to give us an indication of how good this defense is. Because the Baltimore Ravens offense is a little different this year. As I mentioned earlier, their top two running backs are out. Their passing game has had to play a little bit of a larger role. What we've talked about in the past with the fact that our secondary has left a lot to be desired this season. So now when you look at Lamar Jackson taking shots with Hollywood Brown, getting Rashad Bateman involved, those are going to be some key matchups that we're going to have to look at and see how they're going to neutralize them. Is Jalen Johnson going to follow Hollywood Brown? Is Bateman going to be able to make plays against Vildor? So those are the things that we're going to have to take account. But also, on defense, 
making sure that we're putting pressure on Lamar Jackson. Because as I mentioned in the last game that they played against the Dolphins, he got sacked four times. They dubbed the Miami Dolphins blitzed the shit out of him. They frustrated him and they took away those running lanes from him. That is what we're going to have to do against Lamar Jackson. Got to have to frustrate him, blitz him, and close off those running lanes as much as possible. When you stop his wheels, stop him from attacking you in the run game, that really forces him to have to throw it, right? And you put pressure, hitting him enough time, it makes him very uncomfortable. So it makes him an uncomfortable thrower. And he's uncomfortable throwing that football. He can make mistakes. But on the flip side of that, if they don't make those adjustments to put pressure on him, then he's going to get that ball out to Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. This tight end was one of his favorite targets. So that's the thing when I look at this matchup, that's going to be the key. Seeing what the side does defensively to make sure that we're closing the gap there. And then lastly, tackling. That's been a huge issue for this team, not only just this season, but the last couple of years. And we cannot go up against this Ravens team and not tackle. They have to tackle. They have to wrap up. If they get an opportunity to make a play, they got to bring that ball carry down, especially if it's Lamar Jackson in the open field. Yes, sir, Perez. You had a good point there about tackling Lamar Jackson. And I'm glad you kind of brought the tight end as well. Mark Andrews, you know, those guys, they all play a big part into their winning. So with that being said, all right, you feel confident that the Bears are going to be able to pull this off. If the Bears want to have any sort of chance here to beat the Ravens, they can't waste any time. They can't waste any opportunities. They got to come out of the gate strong. It can be no more of this slow start bullshit, and then you want to turn it up in the second half. You can't do that. They also cannot give the ball back to Lamar Jackson quickly, meaning we can't have those three and outs. You can't turn the ball over. Because if we get behind against this Baltimore Ravens offense, it could be curtains for us. So one of the things here, when I look at this matchup, is consistency is going to be key. And that's why when I'm looking at my prediction here for week 11, A-Dub, I unfortunately have the Ravens beating the Bears 24-17. to The reason why, I think this is going to be a very close game. But as I mentioned earlier, the Ravens are well coached. Lamar Jackson is a superstar quarterback in his league. I think that gives him the edge in his matchup. And I just have a feeling that he's going to have a game-winning drive to win the ball game. It's going to be a close game, but I feel like we're going to go down to three and seven. Okay, Perez. I'm thinking 23-20 Bears. I think if we can play discipline, Perez, we can stop, slow down the penalties that we had. That stops some of our drives, man. That also helps in this case, too. And you're like almost perfect in this game. So I still think we have a chance to beat these guys. And I'm going with 23-20. All right, 23-20, A-Dub says the Bears will win it, and I say 24-17 Bears. The more I think about it, A-Dub, I'm probably not going to take the Bears to cover this game. I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like this might just be one of those games where we're going to be frustrated by the offensive scheme again. I feel like even though we talked about a lot of things that they could do, I just somehow feel that those things aren't going to happen in this matchup. But I'm hopeful that I'm wrong. I really do. (laughs) Hey, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be a good one. All right, audience, before we get out of here, we owe you guys a trivia question. So here it is. Which Bears player received A-Dub's Offensive Swiss Army Knife Award? I repeat. Which Bears player received A-Dub's Offensive Swiss Army Knife Award? Bonus question. What college did this player attend? So right now in our standings, we got Michael in first place, Aaron in second place, Heidi in third place, Justin in fourth place, and then Amy in fifth place. So it's very contested battle here. We got two weeks left in the in the contest. Anybody can lock up those first two spots. And audience, to give you a reminder here, the people that finish one and two in the contest are going to go head up over Zoom to basically win it all. So as A-Dub always says, good luck. We appreciate all those that have participated. 
and we'll see y'all on the flip side. We are out. Thanks for listening to the Very Centrist Podcast. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of our show. Bears Nation, come down with us. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.